Good morning, everyone. My name is Jillian Horton, and I'm a senior at the University School of Nashville. This fall, I'll be attending Bowdoin College in Brunswick, Maine. I've been a member of this West End community my whole life, but each year here has brought something new. When I heard these Romans verses a few weeks ago, I struggled with a particular part of it. We are going to get what's coming to us. Thinking about this idea has caused me to question a lot. Is this really what was coming to me? An abrupt end to my final year of high school? My senior lacrosse season canceled? Giving this sermon in my bedroom, speaking to a computer? Many of us, myself included, believe that everything happens for a reason, but right now that might not sit well with people. The coronavirus has made me feel like my whole life has been put on hold. How does it make sense that missing all these big moments like graduation is what was coming to me? If I was not a member of this church, my feelings could have easily turned to anger or self-pity. However, having this community has given me a space to share the hardships I've encountered during this time, in addition to learning that others are experiencing the same feelings. So instead of feeling angry that this virus had to come to me during my senior year, I see an attainable challenge in front of me. How can I serve others and meet their needs right now? In what ways can I still experience the events of my life that have been put on hold? I'm beyond grateful that I've still been able to connect with you all for small groups and Sunday school over Zoom. This has made me realize that the location of our worship is not what matters most. It's the people in this community that make West End such a special place. That makes sense because now as I look back, my best memories with the youth group have not all necessarily taken place at 2200 West End Avenue. I've had amazing times with this group in East Tennessee, Eleuthera Island, Camp Wijewagon, Heifer Ranch in Arkansas, and so many other places I can't even name because due to the nature of mystery trips, I had no idea where I actually was. One of my absolute favorite times with the West End Youth Group was evening worships on our trip to Eleuthera Island in the Bahamas. During the day, we were split up into three groups doing different projects. But when we all returned to Bahamas Methodist Habitat each evening, I didn't feel like we had been in different places all day. We would sit on the roof at sunset to tell stories from our sites, sing songs, and share where we had seen God that day. Despite the many mosquito bites acquired on those evenings, I wouldn't trade that time with the youth group for anything. This is just one example of how we are able to always connect through West End. I've seen this almost every Sunday. After being at different schools during the week, we come together and our differences seem to fade away. I may still not fully understand how we are going to get what's coming to us, makes sense in most aspects of my life. But one thing I do know is that being apart from you all has not disconnected us in any way. This brings me reassurance that when I move away to Maine this fall, I'll be still connected with the West End community. Our verse today ends with this. If we go through the hard times with God, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with him. Clearly, we are in a hard time right now, meaning we will soon find the good times with God. However, my challenge for you all today is to not just think of right now as a hard time. I ask you to find one example every day of how God is showing his love to you. 
write these down, share them with a friend or family member, or take a picture to remind you of them. This is one way we can be adventurously expectant in this time. By looking ahead to these good times, we will soon share with Christ. Thank you. Hello and good morning. Uh, I'm Hudson Golan, and I'm a senior at USN. As a senior, I can't tell you how glad I am that we have the opportunity to speak to each other and have these services through online calls, despite the recent situation that the coronavirus has put us all in. Over the years, I have seen other kids from the youth group get up on the lectern and speak directly to the congregation about their experiences with the church. When the quarantine started, I just assumed that I wouldn't have had the opportunity, but this church and our youth group has continued to meet, although we're meeting online rather than in person. This persistence to keep meeting with each other is a perfect example of this church's commitment to the faith and our church's commitment to us as a youth group. This commitment is a part of the powerful impression that Western United Methodist Church believe on me especially, or at the very least, at least, as I graduate from high school and leave for William & Mary. This congregation has been a constant influence on my life for the past 10 years. I admit that there were years when I wasn't paying as much attention to the church as I should have. However, there were also years where I hung on to every single word in church. I first joined this congregation in the first grade after my family moved here from Virginia. Of course, at that age, I had no real concept of what it meant to be a part of the church or even really what the point of going to church was. Then I received my first Bible here in third grade. And I went through confirmation here in the sixth grade. And by that point, I was starting to get a sense of what it meant to be a part of this congregation. Although I really started to understand the bigger picture when I joined the youth group as a seventh grader. For that, church for me had consisted of meeting with a small group of people my age and then an hour or so of listening to the pastor speak. Since then, there have been so many church events in which I'm proud to have participated, from in the end, mission trips to Kentucky and St. Louis, 30-hour famine, Habitat for Humanity, weekends at Pickett State Park, and many others. Each was a part of growing up, and little by little, each started to mean something. These experiences at West End United Methodist Church have shown me that this church is a place that people can rely on. It also means that there is a place where I can connect with my peers and with God every week and in the same place. Every week for the past six years of my life, our youth group has continued to meet, and until now we've met in person on Sunday mornings and again on Sunday night for dinner and conversation. Now we're using Zoom, but that doesn't make it any less meaningful. I'm sure I can speak for everybody, especially for the seniors, and the fact that we have continued to meet online for our youth groups and for Sunday service reflects our church's collective character. It's just another example of how important it is for us to stay connected with each other. This is why this church and this youth group has been and will continue to be an important part of my life. Now, as I graduate from high school, I am proud to be a member of this congregation. In August, even though I'll be in Williamsburg, Virginia, I will take this church with me. For that, I am thankful. Thank you. Hi, my name is Asha Zink, and I am a senior at the University School of Nashville. Next year, I'll be studying engineering at Rice University in Houston, Texas. West End has been a part of my life for a long time. I came to preschool here, but I didn't become a member of the church until my sixth grade confirmation. 
I worked to remain a member of the youth group while also working in the church's infant room in our Sunday, Sunday child care center for the past two years. I have made some incredible memories with this church. Mission trips, 30-hour famines, and retreats have thoroughly and irrevocably changed my life. These events foster intense self-reflection and personal growth in unique and unparalleled experiences. Still, beyond these larger events, small groups has likely been the experience for which I'm most grateful. Small groups held in our youth center every Sunday night allows members of the youth group to connect amid discussions of games, food, and faith. Whether I knew it or not, these nights began to thoroughly vet my faith. There were many stories that I struggled to accept, riddled with misconceptions and inconsistencies. I struggled with everything, particularly stories in which I saw a vengeful and manipulative God, one that displayed human flaws or deception that resulted in inequity and falsehood. However, it was not until one night this past semester, over Zoom no less, that I began to comprehend my own misconception. We were studying the story of the ill woman who follows Jesus to a healing, touches him, and is healed, seeming to drain Jesus of what he intended to use to save a sick child. When I first heard this story, I felt incredibly frustrated with this woman. Who was she to take for herself, to know better than everyone else? And how dare she take when someone else needed? I simply couldn't see past this. It can be hard to see the good. It is far easier to look at our world and see only negativity, only the problems, only the absolute atrocities afflicted on our civilization. It is far easier to complain and express frustration about our world, the actions of humanity, or at least it is for me. However, throughout my experience at West End, I've come to realize that I was once again being critical about all the wrong things. Romans 8, 14 through 17 tells us that we did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Rather, we, we received the spirit of adoption, of inclusion. In discussing that woman's story, it became so clear to me that I was focusing on just the wrong thing. She, was, she wasn't taking what belonged to someone else. She just had faith, faith so strong that it cured her, and she went in peace. As God's children, each of us has a choice as a, has a choice as to what we inherit. Those who see the negativity in the world will become its sole proprietors. However, if we choose to inherit the love and grace that we have been shown, we will be stronger in our faith, stronger in the love of our fellow neighbors, and prepared to be the good that we all need to see in the world. I am incredibly privileged to be here. I've, become, I've been a part of this incredibly loving and generous community that prioritizes this environment for your youth. I am eternally grateful for my time at West End and its profound impact on my life. I want to thank everyone who contributed to a youth mission trip, 30-hour famine or parking lot fundraiser, each member of this community who has, in one way or another, invested in this experience for my peers and myself. Romans 8, 14 through 17, and these stories alike tell us, show us, that we are all God's children, deserving of the love that we have been shown, and prepared to inherit and pass it on to each future generation. So in this complicated and trying time, I challenge you to focus on the good in the world and allow it to strengthen your faith, standing adventurously expectant of what is to come. Thank you.